God bless you, everyone. I pray that you're having a wonderful, wonderful day today. We are just so excited for all that God has begun in this wonderful new year. This new year is filled with so many opportunities. 2020. 2020. Wow. It's like 2020 vision. Clear vision. Yep. Yeah, God wants you to have a clear image of where he wants to take your life this year. And the things that we've been discussing is uh, how to, you know, get in the face of God, get the vision, get mm -hmm. the plan, get the purpose that he has for our lives and to pursue it, to be able to run after it. Because with without a plan, you're just going to spend time, mm -hmm. wasting time, running around the same mountain, you know, disappointed and frustrated because your life's getting the same mm -hmm. results that it's always had. So today we want to take some time to help you to learn how to cultivate growth mm -hmm. in your life. Amen. So you can have a strong life, a life that's vibrant, a life that's ever changing from glory to glory to glory, because that's what God wants for us. And I think that, you know, the thing that God had to show me is that change is inevitable because people want change, mm -hmm. but growth is intentional. And and what he showed me was that, you know, change is going to happen whether you do anything mm -hmm. with your life or not. You could do not. nothing and change can happen. Yeah. You have a person that does absolutely nothing with hygiene and they stink. They do <laughs> have absolutely do nothing with their facial hair and growth happens no matter what. So it's you may not choose it. It still happens, though. Yeah, I was thinking of a little bit of a different example. <laughs> well, <laughs> think about it. I mean, right now it's a, you know, we're just ending No Shave November. Listen. It's January. Shave the beard. Shave the beard. It's done, you know? Be nice. Be yeah. nice. Well, you know what? What God showed me was that, you know, we've aged a year since last year. Mm -hmm. You know, change, you know, people's bodies change, you know. You're, you're going to grow old whether you do anything with your life or not. So change is inevitable. But what you do with your life is intentional. Yes, you know, what, how you choose to absolutely. live those years and how you choose to grow you know, in your age, you know, it is totally in your power. You can become everything that God wants you to be, but it has to be something that you embrace to where you intentionally want your life to become everything that God intended for it to be, to where your goals are being met. You know, you're starting the things that you've been wanting to start. You're quitting the things that you've been wanting to quit. You know, it's really seizing the day that you're in especially with this new year, it helps us to be so motivated, you know, but to be able to seize the day that you're in and say, you know what, today I'm going to move one day closer mm -hmm. to the place that I want to be in this area or that area of my life. Well, it's on purpose. You know, it's, it's living a purpose-filled life. You have a goal. We talked earlier about, you know, the earlier episode about having a goal and a plan and, and uh, how to get to that goal, how to get to that plan. But you can, you can have a perfect plan from God. You can have a perfect goal. You can have the perfect ending to December 2020. You can have that. But if you don't in, intentionally choose to grow, yeah. you, know, you, you can say, um, you know what? I want to be closer to God. That's great. You can say every day, I want to be closer to God, but you have to have a plan. How are you on purpose going to achieve getting closer to God? 
read read some books. <laughs> you know, no, you can read some uh, books. You could read uh, motivational books. Obviously, you know, with Word in there, you could read the Bible every day. You can study. You can watch Kingdom Concepts every day. You can do those things that on purpose cause you to grow. Let's say that you're um, you struggle with forgiveness, or let's say you struggle in your marriage, or certain things, and you say this year I'm going to have a life that is filled with forgiveness for anybody that that hurts me or this year my marriage was going to go to a next level how are you going to do that mm -hmm. you know what for me it when i remember when you and i were struggling in our marriage and we chose to on purpose have a better marriage we yeah. chose you know 28 years 27 years ago to on purpose yeah. have a better marriage what did we do we went to classes. We went to Bible studies. We um, bought a devotional Bible bought a devotional, for couples. Bought a devotional Bible for couples. Mad at each other, but there we were reading a devotional Bible. You know, having talking about discussing things because we were on purpose trying to make our marriage growth grow. It wasn't okay. Here we are. You know, we're been married now thirty years, and say you know we just barely like each other. No, on purpose. We've chosen to grow our marriage. On purpose, we've chosen to have a better marriage every year. And I don't know about you, but I feel like our marriage is better this year oh, than it absolutely. was last year. Absolutely. But you know, it's what you pray every day over us. You, mm -hmm. you, you on purpose every day pray things over our marriage. You on purpose every day pray things that we grow in everything. And I so appreciate that about you because, you know, Sometimes I don't I don't want to do certain things, but I remember the prayer that you said from over me that morning, or I remember the things that you on purpose said that morning that we were going to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's on purpose. We're growing in that area. So I don't know what area that you want to grow this year. Find a strategy. You have a plan. You should already have a plan. If you don't write, it's not too late to write down a plan a goal that God has for you. We talked about that earlier, that you, the plan and the goal that you have has to be what God has yeah. because it has to be attainable and it will be attainable if it's God. Yeah. But sometimes we put things on ourselves that, that God never asked us to do, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's true. And, and, you know, and, and as you were saying, you want to live an intentional yes. life. You know, you, you want to make sure that you're fulfilling the plan that God has for your life. And I know, you know, I just got done doing a Redline Men's Conference, a, you know, a retreat. And I remember telling the men that when it comes to the plan of God for my life, the question that I always ask myself when it comes to the goals that I set, the vision that I lay before me, I ask myself, is this, is this plan that God's given me, if he answers my prayer, is it going to change me or is it going to change the world? Oh, that's you know, good. you want to live your life in a way to where it's growing. There's a difference between living a life and leaving a legacy. Yes, you know, legacy good. is when you live your life in a way to where if you leave this earth, that what you did continues on. That's and right. that right there is a sign of growth, that's you right. know. That's and right. you want to be the kind of person to where you're you're thinking along that line. You're not just looking at, you know, yourself. Yeah, that's you're good, focused babe. on others because that's the way the Lord is. Though, you know, when I got saved, my life became other centered to where I started caring about other people because when you're not saved, I mean, come on, let's be honest. Your greatest subject is yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why we had so many issues in our marriage was because it was about me, myself, and I, and, and mm -hmm. you know, and you were the same way. Not but, really. Uh, just maybe a just a bit. little bit, you know? <laughs> but, you know, we learned, though, when we came to God, that 
the more we approached him, you know, about growth, you know, the more he caused us to focus on others. Like we begin to focus on, mm-hmm. on, you know, on outside of ourselves. And I think that if you're going to cultivate growth, you have to come to a place where you realize that growth is something that you need to initiate. Life shows us that growth is healthy. I mean, if you've seen, uh, you know, a baby, you know, a little three-month-old baby wearing a diaper, you know, that that wouldn't bother you. I mean, that's acceptable because that child is growing and, you know, and they have a diaper because they need a diaper. But if you've seen, um, you know, a 30-year-old man wearing a diaper walking through town, hello, you know what I'm saying? There's definitely something seriously wrong, uh, <laughs> you know, with that. Why? Because growth is something that always reveals itself. Mm-hmm. You can tell maturity will always reveal itself mm-hmm. as something grows. Yeah. You know, it'll always come forward. And so I think that when it comes to cultivating growth, number one, you you have to realize that it's a choice. Amen. And you don't want to just step into this new year and make better choices. You Mine. want to make right, right choices. choices. And good choices. Amen. Yes. Because there, there's never a, uh, you know, a right way to do a wrong thing. Yes, you want to do what is right, not just something that's better, because maybe you started off doing something real low and you just inched it up. God has so much mm-hmm. more. And I think that... It's uh, like, uh, you know, you're going to smoke one cigarette today, you know, and then the next day, or you're going to smoke one cigarette for the week. You know, that's great. You're doing that and that's great. But how about we don't smoke any cigarettes next year? You know, mm-hmm. and so, so I get what you're saying. You're doing a good thing. But you, there's always room for doing something greater. Yeah, absolutely. You can step into a place, you know, to where, you know, you, you, you need to understand that your life today is the result of the choices you made yesterday. And you have to learn uh, what you've already done what, right and what you've already done wrong. That's mm-hmm. what causes mm-hmm. growth. It's, mm-hmm. it's looking at, hey, I did this and, man, it caused me to step back. You know, it caused me to get further away from God. But when I did this, it caused me to grow closer to him. You know, when I wasn't involved in ministry, Mm. this is the way my growth was. But when I got involved in ministry, it was like, you know, it it, it was like putting vitamins inside Mm. of my my walk with God. And it helped carry me to a much greater place. So you have to look at cause and effect and realize that your choices are such a huge part of cultivating growth. You don't have to just desire it. You have to choose mm-hmm. to do things that are going to intentionally cause you to grow and become a better person. Let's talk about that a little bit. You know, um, cultivating growth in ministry. You mm-hmm. know, there's different areas, but I just want to hit on that. I remember when we first got saved and uh, we were going to church and helping in any area. We were helping. I remember being in the nursery in any area. Yeah. And I remember uh, the Lord spoke this to you. I was, we were both, I was going to church Sundays and and Wednesdays and you were going to church Sundays and sometimes on Wednesdays. And I remember, um, the Lord said to you uh, very simply, he said to you, do you want to grow in in the things and twice as fast? And you're like, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And he said to you, okay, do this. And you were like, okay, I'll do it. And he said, go to church twice a week, make it a a plan and go to church twice a week. And you're going to go twice as much. (laughs) It was such a simple, okay. And so you did it and you did it, but growing in ministry, what does that mean? You know, maybe you're, maybe you're, you're in ministry right now and you're a ministry leader, or maybe you're helping in ministry, whatever that may be. Maybe you're doing a great job in ministry, Mm -hmm. 
But what does God have for you? Are you um, a lead in ministry? Are you ahead of something in ministry? Or are you just helping in ministry? And you've been helping the last few years and God's saying to you, you know what? You're doing a great job. But everything that you've been taught the last few years, you're ready to grow in leadership. You're ready. Ask the Lord where he would have you grow in ministry. Because I'm telling you, your local church needs what you have in you. It's true. And if you're in a good church that's teaching you the word, that's teaching you how to how to uh, grow in your faith, which if you go to our church, you are, or a lot of mm-hmm. nice, good churches out there, you know, we have to be at a place where, you know what, I was a great leader last year, but I'm going to be a better leader this year, and I'm going to grow my ministry. Or maybe there's a, an area in your church that maybe they don't have that ministry. Go to your leaders and say, hey, I'd like to start this. You know, I'd like to start that. You know, go from there. Maybe that's not something that they see a vision for, but growing in ministry is so important. It it. it it is so other centered to want to grow things. I know I remember when we were um, starting to talk about doing this broadcast and I remember thinking, if we do this, I know my husband and if we do this and I know my daughter, this is going to push us. It's going to stretch us because I know it's always going to be better and they're always going to push us. So I could have said, you know, I really don't want to do this. You know, I don't want to do this, but I knew that it would cause me to have growth to, to do this. So any ministry that you have that you're doing right now, God wants growth in your ministry. He wants growth in your marriage, growth in your children, growth in every area because he desires that for us. He, he doesn't. And this is what it comes down to. If if what you're doing doesn't challenge you, it's not going to change you. Mm-hmm. You know, for you to develop yourself and cultivate growth, you know, you have to come to a place to where you are promoting and embracing challenges. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about you falling into sin and you're being challenged by the results of your sin. We're talking about you being in a place to where, you know, uh, you want to see things greater in your life. And you're willing to step out of your comfort zones and and, and into areas that you've never done things before. You know, things that will help make you better uh, for yourself, better for others, better for God, better for his plan and his purpose. Things that cause you to move towards that 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 goal and that vision that he set for your life. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times you get a lot of people that if they if they choose not to step towards challenges, I tell people all the time, don't complain about results you didn't get from work you didn't do. Mm. That's, you, that's know, you know, it, it's, it's like... It's like when you try on that dress that didn't fit, doesn't fit, and it hasn't fit for three weeks, and you're like sitting there, you're trying it on, and you're like, gosh, I don't know why it didn't work. Doesn't fit. It didn't fit three weeks late. It didn't fit three weeks ago. It doesn't fit this now yeah. because you didn't do anything different the last three weeks. Yeah, but you know, but it's you know, it's it, what's sad though is that it's in people's nature to want to blame others. Yes. Oh, I know. For why their life is the same. You know, I mean, you you shouldn't blame the water. You know, for the hole that's in your boat. You know, what I'm saying if yeah. your boat's sinking, you can't blame the water for the hole that's in your boat. You have to come to a place to where you take uh, ownership of your life mm-hmm. and you realize it's my choice to, to be a Christian that's growing in their faith, growing in their mm-hmm. walk with God, growing in, 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 uh, in a way to where I'm giving God more to work with for his glory. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're preparing yourself so that God can use you. Preparation only needs opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so you have to challenge yourself. I remember stepping into areas of ministry that, man, I wasn't familiar with church. I didn't know nothing about church, you know, and, 
And like you said, we got involved in everything. And God helped us. We made so many mistakes. We did, but you know so what? But, we, but it was noble failure. We were trying <laughs> to do the right things. And maybe you're trying to do the right things, but you're failing. As long as you learn from your mistakes, yes. then you didn't go through them for nothing. And if you're a leader and you're watching this program and you have people that are under your, your leadership, <laughs> don't get upset with them when they fail. Amen. You need to be giving them tasks that are going to challenge them and cause them sometimes mm -hmm. to, to learn that by themselves they cannot complete that yes. task. And that's what's going to help them become a team player is when they realize I have to reach towards others and work with others to help accomplish the things that God's wanting me to do. Because in this kingdom, nobody works alone. Amen. God wants to bring you to a place to where things are challenging you to help you to mature, for you to step into a place to where the growth, what he's doing in you is starting to be revealed through you, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I, I think that you can grow through other people's mistakes. Oh, absolutely. You, you can learn by not having to go through certain, like the mistakes that we did. You can grow through other people's experiences if you allow what they went through to to teach you something. Yeah, I, it's earlier, true. It's true. Uh, one of the our old youth pastor, my daughter, was asking the new youth pastor, she said, to him she said hey she said have you gotten in trouble yet have you done anything that <laughs> that you shouldn't have done any games that you shouldn't have done and she starts rattling off you know you shouldn't do this shouldn't do that and he said oh no he said we learned from you you told us don't do these things he said and we didn't you know he grew from something he never had he never did because somebody came along and said hey don't do this and growth came from that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because you can learn. You don't have to do everything wrong to learn. I mean, you That's can learn right. from other people's mistakes. And That's the best you way. Know, <laughs> and, and again, if you want, you know, God to be able to use your life for greater things, mm -hmm. um, then you have to develop spiritually. Because some people, they're not old enough spiritually to be trusted with greater things. Mm. They want greater things to be given to them to do, but they're not handling the things that they have now. And so you have to come to a place to where... You always remain teachable. Mm -hmm. In cultivating growth, you always have to be teachable. You have to be instructable. You have to always be like clay in the hands of the potter and understand that God's going to use people to help mold and shape mm -hmm. you to become and to develop who you're supposed to be. You know, as pastors, and if there's any pastors watching, you know this is the truth. You find out whose pastor you are the first time you have to correct somebody. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, it's amazing how many people, I got your back, man. God called us this church, man. We love you, pastor. And the first time you have to tell them that's not right, you know, you have some folks that just disconnect mm -hmm. because they're unteachable. And so you have to always remain teachable. If you're going to cultivate growth, then you can't be a know-it-all. Mm. You have to be willing to learn from anybody, people older than you, people younger that's than right. you. That's right. Amen. Uh, and, and learn, even when you do things wrong, as we've mentioned, there's going to be times where you do things wrong. As long as you learn from it, then you didn't go through it for nothing. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's not wasted time. It's it's time that's well spent because you've learned from it. Amen. Amen. And I think another thing that will help when it comes to, you know, cultivating the growth that people are wanting, especially right now here at the beginning of the year, people are motivated and made resolutions, is that you have to set time frames to those goals. Yes. It's not enough for you to pull out a list and of the 10 things that you want to see done this year but you're not measuring, you know, mm -hmm. your goals because 
goals should be measurable because mm -hmm. you need to be able to know, okay, this is when I plan on fulfilling this, this thing. So I'm starting here and this is the time that I want to, to accomplish this mm -hmm. goal. And the reason why you have a, a, a time frame is that way you know where you're at in accomplishing your goal. If you don't measure goals, goals that have no time attached to them are just dreams. Mm. They'll never happen. Mm -hmm. It's not because deadlines force discipline. I always hear you say that deadlines force discipline. And so it's like you have to remain in a place to where you're setting time frames to accomplish those goals. That helps you grow. Where do you want to be a year from now, three years from now? You know, you should be thinking not just short term, but long term. And it shouldn't be a mystery. It shouldn't be a well, I don't know, God, what do you want? I don't know what you want. Well, let me let me just read a scripture to you since we're here. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 says this, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. I, I Just that part right there. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know this isn't part of our um, message, but there's so many people that if they just understood that, they wouldn't suffer from... Um, self-consciousness or the self-esteem if they just knew the thoughts he has for them mm -hmm. are so great you know but anyways for i know the thoughts that i think towards you say the lord thoughts of peace yes and not of evil to give you an expected end and if we would just see growth comes with us planning and us doing those things and understanding that god's plan for us is great Wait, think about this. How often do you hear people talk about, I'm just seeking the Lord to find out what he wants me to begin, what he wants me to do. You never, And they do nothing. They're just waiting. Uh, well, you have a lot of folks that you'll hear say that, but how many times do you hear someone saying, you know what, I'm wanting God to show me where does this end? Mm. Because to everything, there's a time and a yes. season, mm -hmm. you know, and again, you need to have the beginning and the end. He's the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And he's everything in between. And God wants you to know where you're at. And this is the thing is that when it comes to time, time causes you to be able to measure your performance mm -hmm. um, where performance is measured. Performance improves. You know, you can That's tell good. that things get better when you when you have something to measure that. And and it lets you know how close you're getting to that that finale, that mm -hmm. expected end that you just mentioned. And God tells us in his word, he says, beloved, you know, in third John two, I desire above all else mm -hmm. that you prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. Mm -hmm. Those things are going to cause. I mean, that's growth. That's God saying my desire is that you grow in, in all every of these area, areas. not just in one, in every area. And I don't know where you are right now um, in your growth. You know, maybe you're you feel stunted. Maybe you feel like um, you're you're not growing. Well, you know what? I just read to you Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. God wants you to grow. God has a plan for you, and it's a good plan. So just seek Him. Seek everything that He has for you, and you will grow. We love you, and we thank you for watching, and we will see you next week. Yeah, amen. We love you so much, and our prayer is that you will just hold on to the precious promises of God and that you'll see that what he has authored, he will finish in your life. Amen. It's a life worth living. Last thing I'll say is don't ever quit. quit. Amen. God bless you.